Well, welcome back to the iSchool Sports Network. My name is Tim Altork alongside Adam Slay. We're live at Jackson High School in Jackson, Alabama for game two of the second round playoff series, the AHSAA Class 4A playoffs between Hanley and Jackson. Hanley lost the game, the first game, four to nothing was the final score. That game was one to nothing going into the sixth inning, and Jackson scored three runs in the bottom half of the sixth to give themselves some insurance runs, and Hanley not able to come back in the top of the seventh and rally in that game. The Tigers had just five hits against the starting pitcher for the Aggies in that game, Luke Corley, who went the distance, got the win, and also had a triple and scored a run at the plate. So Corley did his job, and Jackson one game away from advancing to round three. Hanley has to win this game to keep the series going. If the Hanley Tigers win, this one will play num game number three, the deciding game number three tomorrow afternoon at noon right here from Jackson. But first things first, Hanley's got to get a W on the board, and they'll send Brantley Richardson to the mound to try to accomplish that. Hanley will be the home team in this second game. If you've been following the playoffs, you know the, the rules for how the playoff series go. The host team is the home team in game number one. The traveling team is the home team in game number two, and that is the situation we find ourselves in. And Jared Merida, as he did in game number one, will lead things off for the Aggies here in the top of the first inning. First pitch from Richardson, a called strike, and it's 0-1. Richardson firing strikes, and it's 0-2, taken all the way is Merida. Richardson comes in with a record of 5-1, a 2.21 ERA, 49 strikeouts, just 12 walks, and 44 and a third innings pitched and 14 previous appearances this season. He started game two in the first-round series against Montevallo last week as he's thrown a couple of balls here to even the count 2-2. Two and two. to Jared Merida, the leadoff hitter. The 2-2 pitch just missed the outside corner. It's full count now. Richardson worked into the fifth inning in that game last week, left with the game tied 5-5, and Hanley came back to win that game 10-5, and Richardson, after getting ahead 0-2, lost Merida, and it's a leadoff walk. And Kyle Handy will be the hitter. Don't have the Jackson lineup. So I'm filling it in and giving it to you as we go. Handy, the shortstop in the first game, came in to action today, hitting 463. And keep an eye on Merida down at first. This is an aggressive base running team. Merida, 13 out of 15 in the stolen base department. Handy takes low for ball one. Handy was one for three in the first game. He reached on an error, had a base hit, and scored a run. First pitch is popped up. Foul out, second pitch, excuse me, foul out of play. That'll even the count at one and one. 
to Handy. Listed at 6'3", 175, a tall, rangy kid. Swings a good bat, one and one, hits it off the end of the bat, pops it up out over short. Fetner goes back out towards the shallow grass in left center and makes the catch for out number one. So Handy pops to short. And that'll bring up Tylen Campbell. Campbell played center field in the first game. Went 0 for 2 with a sacrifice bunny. Also hit into a double play. That would be a welcome development here with one out and runner at first here in the top of the first. Campbell came into action today, hitting 307 with a homer and 15 RBIs. That average went down just a touch after that 0 for 2 performance in game number one. He takes high. For ball one, that'll even the count at one ball, one strike to Tylen Campbell. The 1-1 pitch swung on and popped up again. Shortstop Fetner goes out. Now he comes off of it, and it's the left fielder Bickers who makes the call and the catch. And shallow left for out number two. So Richardson has recovered after the leadoff walk, got the next two hitters. And Luke Corley, the winning pitcher in game number one, as I said at the start of this broadcast, he went all seven innings and pitched a shutout against this Hanley offense. He's batting in the cleanup spot. Swing and a miss. Corley went one for three with a triple and scored a run in that three-run sixth. He led off that sixth inning with that triple, and that set the stage for that three-run rally that put the game pretty much out of reach, the way that Hanley was struggling against him offensively. But he swung through two pitches from Richardson, and he's behind in the count 0-2. Corley, a kid who's, as we've seen throughout this doubleheader, wears his emotions on his sleeve. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Strike three, Richardson gets him on three pitches, leaves the runner stranded. We go to the bottom half of inning number one, Hanley and Jackson, no score. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. 
a story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Bottom half of inning number one, no score. Hanley coming to bat against right-hander Owen Roch. Roch was the catcher in game number one. He gets the start on the mound here in the second game. This is his fourth start of the season, his fifth appearance overall. He's got a record of one and two, a 9-1-3 ERA. And maybe a little strategy here. He's only worked seven and two-thirds innings all season long, so a little bit of a surprise to see him starting in this second game. Could be a strategic move to try to eat some innings and save some of the better pitchers for some more high-leverage situations. Let's see if Hanley can take advantage of it with Evan Cofield, the center fielder, leading things off. And they did a quick change and changed uh, uniforms, didn't they? They sure did. They got the the yellow jerseys after wearing all white. The color scheme for Jackson, what you would imagine for LSU, with the, the purple and yellow. And they wore all white unis in the first game, switched the tops to the yellow tops here in game number two. Roch. Ball one, strike one now to Evan Cofield. Here is the 1-1 pitch, and that hit him right in the ribs. And Cofield on base to lead things off. Any way you can do it when you're the leadoff man. And that was not a high-velocity pitch. So Cofield, a little more than a flinch, and he's down at first base. And Bickers will be the hitter. Throw over to first. That was a problem in game number one. They had the left-hander out there, did Jackson, and he picked two runners off of first base to kill some Hanley rallies. With the right-hander out on the mound now, that shouldn't be as much of a problem, you would hope. That one bounces up there. And it's 1-0 to Bickers. Ethan Tucker behind the plate. I'm filling in the defense for you, too, as we go. The 1-0 to Bickers. The runner goes. Cofield is going to slide in safely with a stolen base. Head first slide, the throw came in late and towards first base. Handy fielded the throw, but had no shot at Cofield, and he's at second with nobody out. You never got a good jump on that steal attempt there. So one ball, one strike now to Bickers. 
Outside corner at the knees, called strike. It's one and two. Bickers still looking for his first hit of the playoffs. He went 0 for 8 in the two games in round one. 0 for 2 with a couple of strikeouts in a walk in game one today. And he's in a 1-2 count. Swings and fouls it straight back. Out of play. It'll stay 1-2. and two. You talk about the speed of Cofield. We saw it defensively in center field in game number one where he tracked down some fly balls that had hits written all over them. And he showed it there on the base paths as well. Another one-two to Bickers. He laid off the high one, took it for a ball, and it's two and two. He was thinking about it. He wanted it. He flinched. He wanted it, and he left it alone. Good discipline there by Bickers. Two-two. That one is low, and it's three and two. We mentioned it in the first game, but Bickers was another one of those guys that's in his first full season as a starter on the varsity for Hanley. Bickers, Fetner, Calhoun, a lot of these guys that are contributors as the runner goes on the 3-2. The pitch is fouled out of play. But you look, Jordan Whaley, another one. Allen Exum. A lot of these starters are seeing this, this playoff atmosphere for the very first time. And trying to put their stamp on it here. 3-2 to Bickers. Takes inside, ball four. So a hit batsman and a walk. And runners are at first and second with nobody out here in the first for Hanley. And another one of those players that we're talking about, Garrett Calhoun, a sophomore, who came into the action today hitting 389, or excuse me, 398. Just shy of 400, but he went 0 for 3 in the first game. Takes low for ball one. That one didn't miss by much. And, Tim, this is a big momentum but early in the game for the Tigers to play a couple of runs here and get ahead and get the momentum in their corner. Pitches up and in, pops away from Tucker. Behind the plate, and the runners move up to second and third. Going back to game one, it was anybody's game going into the bottom of the sixth inning. And, and at that point, you know, the, the wheels kind of fell off. Things just kind of happened as it does in baseball. But this right here can set the tone for game two here in inning number, the bottom half of inning number one as Hanley is the home team. 2-0 to Calhoun. He takes a strike, it's two and one. And to come through in a situation, a run scoring situation, Hanley had a handful of these where they had runners in scoring position and just never got the hit to get them home. And if you get that monkey off your back here early, that could set the tone not only for this game, but for the rest of the series. If you can get through this game, take some of the pressure off, now that pressure Relaxes a little bit for game number three if you find yourself in that position, but we're a long way from that. Calhoun in a 2-2 count, and he takes a called strike three on the outside corner at the knees, and that's the first out in the first for the Hanley Tigers. And that will bring up Ty Fetner. 
Fettner was 0 for 3 in the first game. He swings at the first pitch and hits a line drive foul down the right field line. And Fettner has struggled in these playoffs as well. Just one hit so far through the first three games. And he's been under the baseball. We've seen a lot of pop-ups off of his bat. Be nice to see him make an adjustment and get on top of the ball. Start hitting line drives again as he takes low and away for ball one. Something he's fully capable of. It's not like we're asking him to do something that he hasn't done all year. Fetner comes into today despite a little mini slump that he's in. As there's a line shot over second and into right field, that's going to be cut off before it gets to the fence, but it's going to score two runs. And Fetner does come through with that line drive. Hanley breaks the lid on the basket, and it's two to nothing. A two-run single for Ty Fetner. And there we go, Tim. That's the momentum that the Tigers were looking for here in this game. Set the tone early and uh, and come out on fire in that clutch situation. That is a huge hit right there for Fetner. As I was going to say, Fetner came into today hitting 337, so it's not like he's a bad hitter. There's a long fly ball to left. It's going to be off the wall. Fetner had to wait to see if that ball was going to be caught. Now he rounds third and is going to score. Richardson just missed a home run, and it's three to nothing. Brantley Richardson gave it a ride off the left center field fence for a double. And Hanley has come out firing in game number two. Just what the doctor ordered. And all the jitters that Hanley seemed to have, all the mistakes that they seemed to make, on the base paths in the field. Those can be a distant memory if they can continue to be aggressive and hit the baseball like they have here in that this first inning. That really was the story in game number one, the Hanley mistakes. And, Tim, it doesn't help with a four-and-a-half-hour bus ride. <laughs> exactly. Right. I mean, that, that really is a factor that you have to consider as Wiley Green – Swings and fouls, one back. He took one for a ball. That'll even the count at one and one. Green in the lineup for the first time in the postseason. He has been the catcher throughout, but this is the first time that he has hit as he takes a sharp breaking ball from Rodge. That was a good pitch, one and two. The count now to Green. And Green hitting 250 on the season. No home runs, 11 RBIs. So he's okay with the bat, but not that time. He swings and misses for strike three. So two outs. A runner at second. And Allen Exum, the hitter, the right fielder for the Tigers. Exum hitting 296 coming into play today. He went 0 for 3 in the first game. So that 296 will come down just a touch. And Roch looks Richardson back to second. And now he delivers. Exum fouls it in the air right side and out of play. 0-1 to Allen Exum. 
That one is just high taken for a ball. Exum checked his swing. And that'll even the count at one and one. I don't know how he stopped his bat. <laughs> he wanted that one, but showed some discipline to lay off. The one one pitch, low and away, two and one. Two balls, one strike. That one caught the corner. That'll even the count at two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Runner at second. Three runs in here in the bottom of the first for Hanley. The pitch is low, and it'll be a full count. Three and two to Exum. Richardson out at second. He runs. Pitch is hit in the air right side. Keyshawn Taylor on the run. Dives. Can't make the catch in foul territory. Slams it to the fence. And he gets up and shakes it off. Kind of an awkward slide. You always worry about the cleat getting caught in the fence there when that happens, but he's okay. And we talked about it in game one, the the. Foul territory narrows as it goes toward the foul post, and uh, he had to. If if there was a little, if it was straight down there, he might have had a play on that one. He had to give his body up for the fence and slow up to avoid that collision yep. with the fence. You're exactly right. So another three-two on the way to Exum. The runner goes again. The ball is hit in the air again, right side. Keyshawn Taylor on his horse. The second baseman dives for it, and it's a fair ball. Nobody caught it. Another run's going to score. Exum running hard all the way is going to end up at third base. A pop fly behind first in no man's land. Terrell, the second baseman. Taylor, the right fielder. Autry, the first baseman. Nobody could get to it. It's a triple for Allen Exum at RBI, and Hanley leads it four to nothing. That ball was hit in no man's land behind first base, and uh, second baseman, either the second baseman or the right fielder, one of the two are going to make that catch, and neither one could come up with it. And it was, yeah, it was a diving attempt by Terrell, the second baseman, and they were all running full speed to get to it. There's a ground ball out towards short, backhanded by Handy, whose throw is late. And Jordan Whaley, an infield single, drives home another run. It's five to nothing. And Ole Mo has found his way in the first base dugout. Hayden Daniel, the ninth man to hit in the inning. Jordan Whaley gets his first hit of the postseason, drives home a run. It's five to nothing, Hanley. Whaley at first with two outs. Daniel swinging at the first pitch, pops it out towards short. Handy backs up and now makes the catch out in shallow center field. And that puts an end to the inning, but... An excellent start for the Hanley Tigers. They score five runs in the bottom of the first inning and lead it five to nothing. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home and auto. And guess what you'll get? 
That's right, good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. In fact, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert is your go-to agent in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm Agent Ken Seifert will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is the... Alabama Good Sportsmanship is a high school tradition, whether at home or on the road. Make our schools, our communities, and our students proud by displaying positive sportsmanship. Good sportsmanship and positive citizenship are vital in the development of good citizens. The Alabama High School Athletic Association welcomes the challenge of being a leader in sportsmanship and continuing this proud tradition, a public service message of the Alabama High School Athletic Association. And Tim, I, uh, going into the break, I said, oh, Mo has found his way into, into first base dugout, and that's, uh, that's good for the Hanley Tigers here. That's exactly what the doctor ordered. Very good, and as bad as things went in game number one, game number two could not have started any better for the Hanley Tigers. They and, get, and game one was one of those that, like I said, bottom of the sixth inning, it was anybody's game. Yeah. Yeah, my wife's trying to figure out if we're coming home or not. And I said, well, if Hanley wins, we're staying. And she said, well, who's going to win? And I said, well, that first game was a toss, was a complete toss-up. Yeah, it, it was a game. Hanley could have won that game very and, easily. And so there's just no telling how game two comes out. And, and these two teams seem to be pretty evenly matched, as we expected coming in. But Hanley certainly has the upper hand here in game number two, leading it five to nothing as we go to the top of inning number two. And it'll be the third baseman, Dawson Garcia, to lead things off. He takes low and in for ball one. That one just missed. It hit the mitt. Green asked the umpire where it was and signaled to the dugout that it was outside. So 2-0. and oh. That one swung on and fouled out of play. It's 2-1. and one. And Brantley asked to two. Asked, he wanted to know the location of that pitch, too. Two balls, one strike. To Garcia takes another ball. It's three and one. Garcia, one for three in the first game. He had a single in that three-run six. That was an RBI base hit. He also came around to score a run, and he chops one over the mound. Fetner charges and can't handle it. It skips under his glove. Daniel cuts it off behind him before it gets to center. We'll see how they score that. They're going to call it an error. That was just a, another one of those wicked hops that didn't come up. And it was going to be a tough play anyway. He was having to come in. It wasn't hit hard like you said. Yeah, he fielded it pretty much in front of the bag at second on the run or attempted to field it, I should say, and just didn't have the glove low enough to field that hop. And the error has Garcia at first. Swung on and hit on a short pop to right. That ball is going to get down, but it's foul. Hayden Terrell, the hitter. The second baseman. Swing and a miss, but it 
bounces away from Wiley Green. The runner moves down to second. Terrell swung at a pitch that bounced a foot in front of home plate. He was badly fooled. And Green couldn't catch that one. He really had no chance to do anything but hope to block it, and it bounced away and let the runner get down to second. So Garcia at second now with nobody out. And an 0-2 count to Hayden Terrell. The 0-2 is high. Ball one. And that may have been a purpose pitch too, Tim. Just to hide, maybe get the strikeout on something very much out of the strike zone. Swung on and grounded foul. Third base side. I'm going to say, I think I've solved the riddle of the Aggie defense here in game number two. The lineup is exactly the same, I'm going to guess, as far as the, the players who are in it. The positions are a little bit different, and I'll fill you in on that. After this one-two pitch. Here it is. Call strike three inside corner. Terrell took it. It caught the inside corner. And that's the first out in the second. Second strikeout for Brantley Richardson. And the first baseman, Cooper Autry, at the plate. Autry went one for three with a base hit and a run scored in that first game. Richardson delivers, swing and a miss, 0-1. So it'll be Autry in the number seven spot. Ethan Tucker batting eighth. He was in left field in game number one. He's the catcher in this one. He's on deck. Autry, the 0-1 pitch, swings and chases another one. Comes up empty, and it's 0-2. And I saw Keyshawn Taylor out in right field, so I'm going to assume that he's batting ninth again. Swing and a miss. Autry fans at three straight. Back-to-back strikeouts in the second. Every one of those pitches was in the same location outside, and he whiffed all three of them. And kudos to Brantley Richardson. If you've seen him swing and miss, chase those pitches, make him prove he can hit it. And that time he couldn't. So back-to-back strikeouts, a fly ball on the shallow left, and that's going to get down in front of Bickers. He comes up throwing. The runner's going to hold it third. So a two-out single, but not deep enough to get Garcia home from second. Tucker reaches, and they're at the corners with two outs. Tucker, as I said, the catcher in this game will get a courtesy runner. Is Jalen Pickens, number two. We saw him play that role in game number one, courtesy runner for the pitcher. And it is Keyshawn Taylor, the right fielder, batting in the number nine spot. With two outs now and runners at first and third here in the top of the second. Hanley leading it five to nothing in game number two. 
after they lost game number one, four to nothing. First pitch is grounded to third. That's Whaley. He comes up throwing across the first in time. And that's out number three in the second. Hanley works around a couple of base runners. An error, a base hit. They're left stranded. And we go to the bottom half of inning number two. Hanley leading at five to nothing. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Bottom half of the second inning, Hanley leading at five to nothing. Here in game number two, the Tigers sent all nine men to the plate in the first inning, so we're back to the top of the order. It'll be Cofield, Bickers, and Calhoun. Back to face Owen Roch here in the second. Hey, Tim, I'm going to jump in here right before he steps in and uh, tell everybody uh, the, the cell service signal here, we're on hot spots, and uh, it, every once in a while you might want to refresh your browser uh, and, and click back on us. Uh, some some people are losing the audio feed, but it's going to be uh, just, just refresh and you'll be okay. Yep, we're still here. Our signal to get out is not the best we've ever had, but we're doing the best we can. Cofield has taken two pitches out of the zone. He's ahead in the count 2-0. He started that five-run first inning, getting hit by a pitch. He stole a base and came around to score on the two-run single by Ty Fetner. The 2-0 pitch misses outside. It's 3-0. Rio, that one wide as well, and Cofield has walked. And we talked at the top about the numbers for Roch. He's only pitched less than eight innings in this entire season coming into this game. You would assume that a guy with those kind of numbers is not your number two pitcher. And the strategy at play is a little bit of a chess match pitching-wise right now because Richardson for Hanley is their number two pitcher, kind of a 1A. I mean, if you really want to look at it, those guys are interchangeable at the top of the rotation, Richard and Whaley. As Cofield steals second base, his second stolen base. And Evan stole that one right off the pitcher because he had such a tremendous jump on it. He had timed it out. And a 1-1 count to Bickers. 
Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's called a strike, one and two. But with Richardson using some innings today, the, the thinking for the Coach Dorman over on the Jackson side of things is my number two is going to be better than Hanley's number three. And if Hanley's pitching their number two in this game, you're not conceding the game, but you're strategically placing your best pitcher to be in an advantageous situation if it comes to a game three as Bickers swings and misses and strikes out for out number one in the second. So basically, if if you think that you're if – Hanley, if Hanley's number two pitcher is better than your number two pitcher, why match them up head-to-head? Save your two for Hanley's three if you feel like he's better than their three, and that seems to be the strategy right now pitching-wise for Jackson. As Calhoun takes a ball. Warner, did you follow all that? Yep, and, on, <laughs> and only time will tell. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. It's a strategic move. Is it a gamble? I, it's it a little bit be. of a gamble because it certainly could backfire. The runner goes from second. The throw down is in, not in time. Cofield got under it. Calhoun swung and missed at the pitch. Cofield steals third. His third stolen base of the ball game. And he's down there with one out. And I believe the count is one and one to Calhoun. Yes. That's what I've got. Yeah. One ball, one strike. Pitch is hit out towards second. That'll get the run home. Calhoun is thrown out at first, but he gets the RBI. On the grounder to second base, and it's six to nothing, Hanley. And put that run, chalk that one up to Evan Cofield. He walked, stole two bases, and came home on a ground ball. Any other circumstance besides Cofield stealing two bases and that little ground ball does not get a run home. So Cofield being aggressive and Helps add to the hand of the lead, six to nothing. Swing and a miss by Fetner. It's one and one. What are you chuckling about over there? Lon said you were getting real convoluted in that explanation. <laughs> <laughs> seconds and thirds and se- thirds and seconds and who's what? Pitch is low. It's two and one to Fetner. But did he understand it? That's the question. That well, might have been over his head. It was getting close to getting over my head, too, which is not hard to do. Might have been over my head. Fetner hits a shot back into center. And he's two for two. Good to see Fetner hitting line drives again. He had a two-run single his first time up. A solid single into center this time. And he's at first with two outs. And Brantley Richardson, who just missed a home run, his first time up. Got an RBI double out of it. Fetner runs. Off-speed pitch. The throw is high and not in time. Down to second. Go, 
Stolen base for Ty Fetner. He's at second base now with two outs. And Brantley Richardson in a 1-0 count. The pitch almost hit him. It's 2-0. There seems to be a theme here from Coach Hall. He's putting runners in motion. You get that lead, you can crank up the aggressiveness a little bit. Keep putting the pressure on. Richardson grounds a base hit in the hole in the left. Fetner's going to round third. He's going to score. The throw comes home and allows Richardson to go back, go down to second. And Hanley leads it seven to nothing. Richardson, an RBI single, his second RBI of the game. He goes down to second, as I said, on the throw. And he stands there with two outs. Two runs in. Hanley leads it seven to nothing. And Wiley Green, the hitter. Green chased a high one, fouled it off. It's 0-1. Green 0 for 1. He struck out his first time up. That one bounces up there. Good job by Tucker to block it up. Keep Richardson from advancing. That evens the count at 1-1 to Wiley Green. One-one pitch, he puts the bat on it, hits it in the air to shallow center, and it's Campbell who got a quick jump on it, then slowed down, got under it, and put put it away for out number three. But another good inning for the Hanley Tigers. They score a couple of runs on a couple of RBI hits, and the Tigers will take the field in the third, leading at seven to nothing. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. 7 to nothing. Hanley leads it as we go to the top of the third inning. Five runs in the first, two more in the second for Hanley. And Brantley Richardson has put up a couple of zeros through the first two innings. Out on the mound. He'll start his second time through this Aggie order with the leadoff hitter, designated hitter Jared Merida, who walked his first time up. Takes a fast strike right through there. It's 0-1 to Merida. He walked and was stranded at first. 
He hits a hot shot back through the box. Fetner has this one. Unloads quickly on the money for out number one. Ty Fetner showing good range, ranging toward the second base bag. Coming up, good strong throw over to first for out number one. And good for his confidence, too, defensively. <laughs> I mean, how many times have we said it, though? You do something good in one aspect of the game, it flows over into another aspect. Big cut and a miss by a handy. He's behind in the count 0-1 with one out here in the third. But Fetner, two base hits. He's driven home a couple of runs. He's got things going in a positive direction with the bat, and now he's starting to make plays in the field after some struggles out there. Momentum. Old Mo Going in a good direction right now for Hanley. One and one now to Handy, the hitter. He swings and grounds one to second. Daniel slides to a knee, makes the stop, and makes the throw for out number two. And the feel of this game just feels totally different than the last couple of innings. Like, like you talked about, <laughs> the nerves, you yeah. know, and, and all of that. Yeah, it's a much more relaxed Hanley team. And a lead does that for you. You know, it didn't feel like that at the start of the game. But when they got that first hit, put those two first two runs across after getting shut out in the first game, it's like the team exhaled, relaxed a little bit, and there's a one hopper back to the mound. Richardson throws over to first. Three up, three down in the third. And Hanley will bat in the bottom of the third inning, still leading at seven to nothing. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment, like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane with Dowie, Alabama. Hey, this is Sean Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Bottom half of the third inning, Hanley comes to bat, leading at seven to nothing. It'll be the bottom third of the order in the bottom of the third. Exum, Whaley, and Daniel do up for Hanley. Five in the first, two in the second for Hanley in this one. Exum takes a called strike at the knees, it's 0-1. And Owen Roch still out there on the mound. He delivers and leaves it inside and high for ball one. Exum hit that pop fly triple his last time up. Low and away for ball two. It scored a run. He got an RBI and he eventually scored as well. He hits a sharp grounder, but right at the second baseman, Terrell, who has it, makes the throw to first 
for out number one in the third. Hey, Tim, we'd be uh, remiss if uh, we got to sing happy birthday in the uh, next inning to uh, our producer extraordinaire, Matt Knight. I don't know if anybody wants us to sing. Yeah, Matt turned 21 again today. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks every bit of it. <laughs> but happy birthday, Matt. <laughs> happy birthday, Matt. Matt has been in, not here with us, but he has been involved in the broadcast today, helping us get set up. As what Jordan Whaley pops it up, sky high, and it comes down in the glove of the shortstop, Handy, for out number two. So two quick outs in the third, and Hayden Daniel, the hitter. That one skips low and away. One ball, no strikes to Daniel, who popped out to short his first time up. Takes low for ball two. Daniel not going to wow you with his batting average. He came into the day hitting 250. But any game you go to, if you watch a Hanley baseball game, it always seems like he ends up on base somehow. And that's why he's in the lineup. He can also lay down a bunt from time to time as he swings and pops one up. Shallow right again, the first baseman. Autry takes his hat off and throws it. And did he make the catch? Yes, he did. Has a heck of a catch. That's got him. He, he must have a catcher's background. That's the second time we've seen him do that. It's so odd. But... Daniel pops out to the first baseman. That's the third out in the inning. And we'll go to the fourth, Hanley leading at seven to nothing. Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Raybuck's Farm Supply, now open and serving all of Randolph County and surrounding areas. New inventory arriving daily. And with Mother's Day just around the corner, be sure to check us out for gift ideas for mom. A full-service farm supply store, open Monday through Friday, 7 until 5, and 7 until 3 on Saturdays. Raybuck's Farm Supply. Our phone number is 256-449-2255. Our address, 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Raybuck's Farm Supply, now open in Woodland. Seven to nothing. Hanley leads it as we go to the top of the fourth inning. Hanley trying to keep this series alive. They lost game number one, four to nothing. If they win here today, we'll play a deciding game three tomorrow at noon. And we'll have that right here for you on iSchool Sports Network. Brantley Richardson. We'll face the four, five, six spots in the order. Corley, Garcia, and Terrell do up. Corley, the left fielder in this one after pitching a complete game in the first game. He's taken a couple outside, and it's 2-0 to Corley, who struck out his first time up. 
The 2-0 from Richardson. Fouled off. And it's 2-1. And, and we're not going to have the uh, cloudy skies tomorrow at high noon. I can tell you that. It'll be uh, sunny and uh, the high of 82 tomorrow night in the southwest corner of the state of Alabama. We might have to invest in an umbrella and a fan. <laughs> a perfect day, spring day for, for baseball. But let's get there first. Let's not count our chickens before they hatch. Two and one to Corley. Fouls it off over the left side into the trees. And that'll even the count at two and two. Two balls, two strikes, swing and a miss. Corley strikes out for the second time. A breaking ball and a good one from Richardson. Fourth strikeout of the game for Brantley Richardson. That's one out in the fourth. Nobody on and Dawson Garcia at the plate. Pitch is low for ball one to Garcia, who reached on an error his last time up. 0 for 1 officially. Fights off a fastball. Hits it out of play. It's 1 and 1. Breaking ball, catches the dirt, then the chest protector of the catcher. Taken for a ball, it's two and one. The two one pitch, fouled straight back to the screen, two and two. The 2-2, two -two, that one's high, inside. And that runs it full. You compare the starting pitching for Hanley of the two, Whaley and Richardson. Richardson is the harder thrower. More velocity on his fastball. Whaley a little bit more of a Finesse approach, he re relies on change in speeds. He relies on location. Richardson can't overpower you, power you at times. Called strike three, he does right there with Garcia painted the outside corner with a fastball. Garcia watched it go by for strike three. And I think Garcia thought that was ball four. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Richardson to start the fourth. Five strikeouts in the game. Swung on and hit right off his thumbs. And fouled over by the Hanley dugout, 0-1 to Hayden Terrell. Who struck out his first time. And he hits a weak grounder to first. Calhoun has it. He's going to feed Richardson at the bag almost too late. But they get the man at first. Good job by the Hanley defense. Two strikeouts in the inning. 
And Richardson gets them one, two, three. We go to the bottom half of inning number four, Hanley leading it seven to nothing. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your business's or favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station for affordable customizing with a quick turnaround. That's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. Back here at Jackson, Hanley leading Jackson in game number two, seven to nothing. And some good news from the home front, softball-wise, Randolph County High School in an area tournament today won both of their games. They beat Ranburn 12 to six in the first game, then beat Horseshoe Bend seven to two to advance to the championship. And more importantly, by winning those two games, they secure a spot in the regional. In the regionals. They'll be one of the top two teams out of that area. So a good day softball-wise for Randolph County High School. Congratulations to the Lady Tigers. And their season will continue no matter what happens in that championship game tomorrow. In Montgomery in the regionals. And That's we'll be right. there. And we'll be there for that. And hopefully we'll have four county teams to cover in that softball regional. Baseball the matter at hand right now. And it's a good time for the Hanley Tigers as they lead it 7 to nothing in the bottom of the fourth inning. And you always know it's things things are going well when your leadoff man is hitting for the third time and it's only the fourth inning of the ball game. That is definitely a good sign. That's always a good definitely sign. Definitely a good sign. Cofield up there. He has done his job as a leadoff man. He got hit by a pitch to start the game, came around to score. He walked in the second, came around to score. He has stolen three bases in this game and has been a menace, all without the benefit of a hit. But he's behind in the count 0-2 right now as Roch delivers. He throws the bat at it, hits a pop into shallow center, and now Campbell comes in and makes the catch. Looked like he might have lost that for a moment, but Campbell, good recovery, came in to put it away for out number one in the four. Actually almost looked like that he uh, was gonna give way to the right fielder. And Maybe. Matt, and and now Matt's, Matt's on, and I see he's on, so we're going to go back. Matt, we've already uh, wished you a happy birthday, and the entire crowd sang you happy birthday. <laughs> but uh, our producer uh, extraordinaire, Matt Knight, uh, listening back uh, with us. So uh, happy birthday, Matt. Happy birthday, Matt. As Adam said earlier, the 21st birthday for Matt Knight. Yep, 21. He's an adult now. Popped up by Bickers straight up to shoot. Behind home plate, Tucker, the catcher, will make the catch. Just outside the dirt circle around home plate as Bickers hit it straight up, and he is out number two in the fourth. 
And once again, I'll remind everybody listening along the way, uh, you might uh, periodically, maybe in between half innings or innings, uh, refresh your uh, browser. Uh, service uh, out of here is somewhat uh, limited for us uh, as we are streaming today. Two outs, nobody on here in the fourth inning. And Garrett Calhoun takes the ball. It's 1-0. and That one bounces all the way back to the screen. 2-0 and to Calhoun, who's 0 for 2. Struck out in the first. Grounded out to second in the second, but that ground out drove home a run, so he's got an RBI. And he's taken low for ball three. The 3-0 pitch right through there. Fastball at the belt called strike. Three and one to Calhoun. He hits one in the air to center, pretty deep. Campbell again. And it's going to be Taylor instead from the right field position to get over there in right center field and make the catch. And the Tigers, for the second straight inning, go three up, three down. And we will move to inning number five, Hanley leading at seven to nothing. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray in from the car clinic. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Alabama. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. And good sportsmanship, a top priority for the Alabama High School Athletic Association and member schools. While you enjoy this uh, outstanding event, please give all student athletes your positive support and encouragement. Booing, taunting, and derogatory remarks directed at opponents or contest officials are unsportsmanlike and unacceptable. This public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. And Cooper Autry to lead things off for the Aggies here in the top of the fifth. He takes low for ball one. Autry swung at three pitches and missed them all his first time up. He lays off that outside pitch, and he's ahead in the count 2-0. and Swung on and uh, hit a grounder to short. I mean, excuse me, second base. Hayden Daniel has it and makes the throw for out number one. Some of the Hanley fans having some fun with Cooper Autry. Swing and a miss. 
Ethan Tucker couldn't catch up to that fastball. It's 0-1. He lays down a bunt, good one up the third baseline. Whaley's gonna field, he's gonna have to throw in a hurry. He can't make the throw. The runner collides with Calhoun and knocks his glove off. The throw goes up the right field line. Hayden Daniel tracks it down. And Tucker down to second base with one out. What do you think, Adam? Is that an error all the way? I think a good throw gets him. It was going to be close. But the throw but pulled pulled Calhoun pulled, right. into the runner. I think a good throw on the bag probably beats Tucker. So it's an error on Whaley. Tucker down to second with one out. Another bunt attempt. That one's going to be foul up the third baseline. And it's Jonah Roberts again in as the courtesy runner. No, excuse me. Jalen Pickens in as the courtesy runner for the catcher, Tucker. So it's Pickens down at second with one out. And a one-strike count now to Keyshawn Taylor, who fouled off the bunt attempt. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Tried to check his swing, but he went around. On the high fastball, it's 0-2. One on, one out. Hanley leading at seven to nothing here in the fifth. Pitch is high to Taylor. One ball, two strikes now to the Aggie right fielder. 0 for 1, he grounded out to third his first time up. Here's the one, two. Call strike three. Slider and a beauty. Froze Taylor. Hit the mid on the outside corner. Strikeout number six for Brantley Richardson. Now two outs in the fifth. And that's the second time I've seen Brantley use that pitch here, and he's frozen both of the batters for, for strikeouts. And this is the sharp Brantley Richardson. He was not on his A game in round one against Montevallo. He gave up five runs in that game. But this is what you get from Brantley Richardson when he is on his A game as he fires another slider. First pitch strike to Merida. It's 0-1. The 0-1 pitch. It was up. He chased it and hit it in the air to left center. Bickers coming in. Makes the catch for out number three. And Richardson works around the base runner. The air doesn't hurt. And Hanley will bat in the fifth, leading at seven to nothing. 
No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. A story of tradition eclipsing 100 years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Seven to nothing. Hanley leading it. Bottom of the fifth inning. Four, five, six spots in the order for the Tigers. Fetner, Richardson, and Green do up. And we talked about how Richardson's pitching. Well, he is. He's only allowed one hit. Recorded six strikeouts through the first five innings. As Fetner takes high for ball one. But give some credit to Owen Roch, too. He got off to a rough start, gave up those seven runs in the first two innings, but he's retired the last seven hitters that he has faced. He's gotten the Tigers one, two, three in each of the last two innings. And he's kept this lead from getting any bigger. Let's see if Hanley can do something about that. Fetner off to a good start. He's in a 3-0 count. is a called strike. It's three and one. Fettner was on his way to first. But he's back in there. Now it's ball four. That one was nowhere near. And another difference we're seeing in this game offensively, Adam, we made a note of it in the first game, but Hanley got the leadoff man on just one time, and that was in the seventh inning of the first game. Here in this one, that's the third time in five innings that Hanley's had the leadoff man on with Fetner reaching on the walk. And it just creates pressure on the defense with base runners, and, of course, Coach Hall has put them in motion here uh, as well throughout the course of this game. Fetner already with a stolen base in this one. Big lead at first. He draws a throw and dives back. Richardson has taken a pitch. It's 1-0. To him, he's two for two. He's got a double, a single, an RBI. He scored a run. There goes Fetner. Richardson hits it high and deep to left. And Corley out there tracks it down. Fetner has to scramble back to first. After the hard hit ball, another one that Richardson gave a ride, but Corley able to get to it for out number one out there and left. And Tim, what a great contingent of Hanley fans that uh, made the uh, four, a little over four hour drive down here. Uh, and they've been real vocal here in game two. Had a lot to cheer about. Runner goes, bunt laid down, Green. 
Going to make it close at first and then throw it away. Fettner's running all the way. He's going to round third. The throw is going to come home. He is safe. They didn't try to tag him. The catcher fielded the throw out in front of home plate and threw down to second. They got Wiley Green at second, but the run scores, and Hanley leads it eight to nothing. Ethan Tucker, the catcher, made no attempt to tag out Fetner at home plate when he would have had a play, I think. And that's strange. Even his own teammates kind of wondering about the decision there, but seeing what Tucker saw, he saw the runner taken off from first base as there's a little pop into right center. And Keyshawn Taylor makes the catch for the out, and that's out number three, but Hanley adds a run to their lead. We go to the six, eight to nothing, Hanley leads it. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Where can you get good neighborhood service and surprisingly great insurance rates? At State Farm, because State Farm agent Ken Seifert is your one-stop shop in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around. State Farm agent Ken Seifert is ready to help. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Here we go to the six. Hanley leading at eight to nothing, trying to extend this series to a deciding third game tomorrow afternoon at noon. And the way Brantley Richardson has been pitching, you got to feel good with an eight-run lead right now if you're the Hanley Tigers, but still six outs to get. And it'll be the two, three, four spots in the order for the Aggies. Handy, Campbell, and Corley. Some dangerous hitters. Swung on and hit hard, but foul. Down the right field line and out of play. 0-1 to Kyle Handy. And for the most part, Hanley has done a good job of limiting Kyle Handy at the plate. He came in, came in hitting well over 400. That fastball is low. That'll even the count at one and one. Handy, his, his only hit in this series so far in five at-bats was a single in the first inning of game number one. The one-one pitch bounces up there. Sound like it might have caught the face mask of the catcher, Wiley Green. Handy picks it up and flips it back to the pitcher. Two balls, one strike to Handy, who does have four home runs this season. But the good thing about an eight-run lead and Handy hitting leadoff is a, even if he parks one here, it's not going to 
do that much damage. As he fouls one off, that'll even the count at two and two. Two balls, two strikes. To the Aggie shortstop leading off the sixth. Hanley leading it eight to nothing. He swings and fouls another one out of play. Talked about Hanley handy. And his college future appears to be at LB Wallace Junior College. And he's the starting shortstop for the Aggies. But Coach Dorman before the game today told us his future is as an outfielder as he swings and misses and strikes out for out number one here in the sixth. Seventh strikeout for Brantley Richardson. But the Aggies need Handy at short. They just don't have a better option there, but Dorman saying his future is going to be in the outfield at the college level. Swung on and hit in the air to center. Right center, Cofield over there. Gets under it, makes the catch. And that's two outs here in the sixth. That one made a good sound off the bat. It sounded like it might go a long way. And that drew some cheers from the Aggie crowd. But by the way it traveled, it looked like he got it off the end of the bat. Cofield got to it with no trouble. And Luke Corley, the hitter, he struck out twice against Richardson. Takes a ball. It's 1-0. The 1-0 is grounded out to second. Daniel, who's been money out there all day, almost too nonchalant with that one, but got him by a half a step. And the Aggies go 1-2-3 in the sixth. We go to the bottom half of the sixth inning, Hanley leading it eight to nothing. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations, a bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day, low prices from WM Grocery. H&M Drugs, H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, one 46 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. 8-9-1 spots due up in the order for Hanley at the bottom of the sixth inning as the Tigers lead the Jackson Aggies 8 to nothing here in game number two. Hanley lost game number one, 4 to nothing. But in good shape to tie this series and send it to a deciding game three tomorrow. Whaley, one for two. He had an RBI single in that five-run first inning. Takes a called strike at the knees. It's 0-1. 
Takes high. That'll leave in the count at one ball, one strike. That one skips up there. It's two and one. Hanley with five runs in the first. Two more in the second. They tacked one on in the fifth. And Richardson on the other side has limited the Aggies to one hit. A hot shot into left field for a base hit for Whaley. That's going to get all the way to the wall. Whaley cruises into second base with a double, his second hit of the game. And Whaley is two for three. Jordan Whaley. Came into the day hitting 207. And went 0 for 3 in the first game to see his average dip below 200, but he's got two hits in this one. And that was a rocket shot off of his bat. So hard that it went right past the shortstop in a place that you typically see a ball become a base hit. But it was hit so hard. It went all the way to the fence. The outfielders didn't have a chance to cut it off. And Hayden Daniel has taken a couple to get ahead in the count, 2-0. and oh. Pitch is low. And it's 3-0 and oh to Daniel. Still working on it. Hanley working on adding to this eight to nothing lead. Low for ball four, a four pitch walk for Hayden Daniel. And back to the top of the order. Now with runners first and second, nobody out. Evan Cofield. Oh, for one officially, but he's had a very good game. Was hit by a pitch, took a walk. He's stolen three bases, scored two runs. He has sparked this Hanley offense and has been as much to credit for this eight to nothing lead as anybody else. Swung on and hit in the air to center. Right center. They cross paths out there. Somebody made the catch. It's center, center fielder, <laughs> Campbell. We've seen them. Campbell and Taylor cover a lot of ground, and any ball hitting it in the gap, they tend to meet up over there. And it was Campbell who cut in front of Taylor to make the catch for out number one. Runners have to hold. So still first and second. One out for Connor Bickers. Takes, called strike, it's 0-1. Bickers 0-2 in this one with a walk. He came around to score a run in the first after he drew that walk. Swung on and popped up, shallow center. This one will be Campbell again. He lost it, no, it falls. I'm not sure he knew where that ball was. I think he lost it in the backdrop, Tim, of the sky. 
It falls in front of him. A good luck double for Connor Bickers. Or no, excuse me, a single. All the runners were holding. So Whaley to third, Daniel to second. Bickers at first with a single, and the bases are loaded with one out for Garrett Calhoun. And if two runs score, that's the ball game, right? I was about to ask you that same question. <laughs> I, I, I know there's some changes in, in postseason play uh, as far as the uh, run rule, but uh, I think ten, that's a ten question. After, ten after six. Called strike to Calhoun. Count is even one and one. Bickers at first. Daniel at second. Whaley at third. Swung on and missed. A run comes home on the wild pitch. Calhoun is out because first base was occupied, even though the runners move up. So it's nine to nothing. Whaley comes home. Daniel to third. Bickers to second now. Two outs in the inning for Fetner. Swung on and popped up. Right side, foul territory. Autry leaves the hat on this time and makes the catch. Over there by the fence. Good running play for out number three, but the Hanley Tigers add one more run to their lead, and we'll go to the seventh. Hanley three outs away from a nine to nothing victory. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Top of the seventh inning, Hanley comfortably ahead, nine to nothing. Three outs away from victory here in game two. Brantley Richardson out on the mound to face the five, six, seven spots in the order and try to wrap up this complete game. And suddenly I felt like I was in Bryant-Denny Stadium there for just a minute as uh, the uh, music was playing of uh, Dixieland Delight and uh, some crowd began to sing and we won't go any further. <laughs> this is a high school environment. We'll keep it clean. As Dawson Garcia fouls off the first pitch, Richardson ahead 0-1. Garcia 0-2 at the plate. He reached on an error. 
Tell you how good Richardson has been. As that one's grounded out to second. Daniel has been a vacuum cleaner over there all night. Up to the task once more. One out in the seventh. All right, tell us how good Richardson's been. One I'm hit, waiting. a single. Back in the second inning has been the only hit that he has allowed in this game. He's struck out seven hitters. And that's how close he has been to a no-hitter here in the second round of the state playoffs. And he's two outs away from a complete game victory. Fouled off out of play off the bat of Hayden Terrell. It's 0-1. Nine to nothing. Hanley leads it. Big cut. Swing and a miss. It's 0-2. Wicked pitch. Here's the 0-2. Fastball, strike three right through there. Wiley Green's throw down to third, hit off the batter by accident. Terrell wasn't thrilled with that. It hit him in the helmet is what Green signals. Eighth strikeout for Brantley Richardson. And the Aggies down to their last out. It'll be up to Cooper Autry to keep things going. Richardson fires a strike. Autry swings and misses. It's 0-1. Swing and a miss. Strike two. He's thrown Autry a lot of fastballs. That was the breaking ball, and Autry was fooled. The 0-2 pitch, Richardson... <laughs> Can't get rid of it quick enough. He's he's ready to get out of here. That one was low. It's one and two. They're ready to go find a hotel room <laughs> and come back and do it at high noon tomorrow. You got that right. Swing and a miss. Strike three. It pops out of the mid of Wiley Green. He's going to run him down on the first baseline. Tag him out, and that's the ball game. Hanley wins it nine to nothing. And the Tigers tie up this series. One win apiece. We will be back here tomorrow at noon. And, yes, we are staying. Heather. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> That's right. We're not going to be home tonight. We're going to be here tomorrow. We'll take a break. Wrap things up from game number two right after this. Raybuck's Farm Supply, now open and serving all of Randolph County and surrounding areas. New inventory arriving daily. And with Mother's Day just around the corner, be sure to check us out for gift ideas for mom. A full-service farm supply store open Monday through Friday, 7 until 5, and 7 until 3 on Saturdays. Raybuck's Farm Supply. Our phone number is 256-449-2255. Our address, 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Raybuck's Farm Supply, now open in Woodland. Hanley, a 9 to nothing winner in game two. They even the series, keep their season alive, and give themselves an opportunity to do something that no Hanley team has ever done, and that's move on to round three of the state playoffs. They'll have to win a game tomorrow at noon in order to accomplish that task. Looking back at game number two, the hero Brantley Richardson, a complete game, one hitter, nine strikeouts, and a clutch performance to keep the season alive. Richardson pitched lights out, Adam. Uh, it was a phenomenal, 
phenomenal performance by Brantley Richardson. And, and, and then I think about Evan Cofield on the base pass, getting on, uh, putting the pressure on the defense and, and the things that everybody else fell in line and put the Hanley Tigers in a position to win this series tomorrow. Yeah, Ty Fettner two for three with a couple of RBIs. Everybody in the lineup contributing seemingly. Jordan Whaley two for three with an RBI and a double. All these guys contributed, took took the monkey off their back a little bit after getting shut out in four, four to nothing in game number one. And it's going to be a fun day tomorrow. Hopefully it'll be a victorious day for the Hanley Tigers. That's going to do it for us here from Jackson High School for Adam Slay. I am Tim Altor. See you at noon tomorrow. We'll a little see before, about somewhere about 11:45 or 11:50. Right, right here on iSchool Sports Network. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. So long.